This is Window on the East, a podcast from BNE IntelliNews. Subscribe at bne.eu. Hello and welcome to Window on the East with me, Ben Aris, the editor of BNE IntelliNews. Russia's banking sector has been through the mangle in the last few years and has only now returned to profit. However, for portfolio investors, it's long been a favourite way to get exposure to Russia's nascent economic recovery and the re-emergence of the middle classes. Russia's spare bank has been a tourist stock for several years now and made its investors some handsome returns. However, there's a new kid on the block, Tinkoff Bank, Russia's only purely online bank and one of the biggest online banks in the world. Following an IPO in 2013, the bank's shares crashed from $17 down to about $1. However, in the last month, it's made back all of the money it lost and is now trading at around $19. I sat down in Moscow with Maxim Yevtokimov, who's vice president at Tinkoff and head of mobile, who's overseeing a radical transformation of how they think the bank should be run. So let's start with that. And Tinkoff is the largest mobile bank in the world? Largest online bank in the world uh, among privately held. Yes, I think among privately held banks. Which is pretty spectacular. I mean, the bank was set up not that long ago. 11 years ago. 11 years. Why is it, uh, how is that possible? Is it, I mean, it's been the strategy from the beginning to, to have a mobile bank. It's branchless. There's not a single physical branch. 11 years ago, there was no mobile in the way we, 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 we see it today. So there was no strategy to, to be mobile 11 years ago. But the strategy was to be branchless. So we started as a, as a distant bank. It, was, it wasn't online, based on the credit card uh, product. The logistics was uh, through direct mail. So there was no online, there was just some you know, web page. But the, the rest was done offline, so it was direct mail with the card itself, and then you need to activate it and, and start using. In 2008, we developed the first uh, online bank or internet bank. We were not the first with online bank in the market. It was a completely different approach uh, because, first of all, we, we had just one product. It was just one credit card, so it was just sole product and that's it. Pretty much give, give us some advantages in, in terms of the customer experience in this internet bank. The attention of the customer was not distracted uh, with, with different products, so it was just one product, one balance, one, 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 one loan. Being as simple as possible, we started to, to provide new bank products like debit card, like deposits, and again it was, it was pretty simple. We had no old infrastructure, so we built it from scratch and uh, we used the most advanced technologies by the time. We, we had no problems to, to migrate from the old infrastructure to a new one. That's the challenge that our competitors actually have. You're growing fast because you're like doubling every year, but being on the small base, doubling is not a big issue. Because it's a hockey stick, isn't it? I mean, it's one of those businesses where there's a long, slow build-up and then it sort of takes yep. off. I mean, when, when did the hockey stick, when did the exponential growth start? I think it started 13, 14. It was quite a growth, but it wasn't it wasn't a hockey stick growth uh, du- during the first five to six years. We've been growing, we've been profitable every year, every quarter. Russia had some, some economical, political risk. We, get it. we, we had this, this impact as well, but we've still been profitable. 
And then, when this perfect storm happened, we were not ready for political, geopolitical risks, but we've been ready for economical risks and credit risks. There were several major legal changes in, in changes in legislation about uh, credit risks. 13, we passed this period lighter than others. And your growth well, has obviously been driven by the fact that it's all gone online, and at the same time, uh, Russia or Russians are very tech-friendly. That they've you know embraced the technology, smartphone sales have gone shooting up, and everybody's been quite happy. To, to to what extent? I mean, do you put the the, the growth of the bank down it, to the technology? It's another lucky moment for for us, because uh, Russia have been behind the fence for for too long, and when when the fence dropped, people been very very keen to adopt new technologies. They they just open open minded when new products appeared, like credit cards, like debit cards. People been very keen to to use it when mobile. Uh, services appeared in the market. People have been keen to use it. Right now, Russia is the biggest, largest market in terms of NFC payments in the world, for contactless payments uh, in the world. We are uh, the biggest market for Apple Pay, for example. That's because we don't have this old infrastructure. Every merchant needs to switch to NFC-enabled post-terminal, while uh, Russian merchants, they, they started with, with uh, NFC post-terminal. In New York, there is no Starbucks, there is no McDonald's where you can pay contactless. It is the homeland for Apple Pay, but you cannot use Apple Pay in the US, because here you can pay everywhere. And I see the strategy is to continue. I mean, you started with the credit cards, you've introduced debit cards, deposits. Um, I think you're going into all the other products like mortgages have started. We are providing mortgages as a, it's mortgage as a service. We do all the work with, uh, with the customer. We do the acquisition, we are helping the customer to find the object, actually the, the estate. We, we do all the work with, uh, with the papers, but uh, the credit itself, the mortgage itself is provided with our bank partner. So we're delivering the risks and get the commission from this bank partner. Yeah, it's a platform, basically. Yeah. You've got, what, 10 different banks who have signed up to provide the yeah. actual credits. Now we're working with the top Top ten extracting Sberbank. Investments is booming. Investments? Yeah, mass market investments. That's what we, we provided to the market together with the partner. So that's things like mutual funds or it's actually everything. You can you you can enter the the equity market with uh, uh, with without without big stake. You can you can start with a thousand rubles. You can you can purchase one share of Tinkoff Bank. Because the whole investment thing Private investments is still early stages, isn't it? I mean, people yeah. are only just starting to think about long-term pensions, what have you. There is no this kind of culture in Russia. Uh, the, the the only investments in Russia that 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 is in is in the blood. It's actually deposits and and some real estate. And that's it. People were not uh, trustworthy, trustworthy for for any any other kind of investments. And now, when when deposits are going down in terms of in terms of revenues, in terms of percentages. People are looking for new type of revenue, generations and savings, so investments look interesting. And the idea is eventually the platform, I mean, to <coughs> increasingly make the bank or your app the portal so that you're not just providing banking services, you're providing services that you can, that you buy. Why let other companies provide these things? Why don't we just do it ourselves? It's not exactly the way we, it's the way we want to, to keep 
our clients inside our app. The idea is to create a super app that you don't need to, to install any other apps like, like travel app, like booking. Everything you need to buy, to pay for, you can do inside our app to give you a feel that money is not an issue anymore. It's either your money and you know that you have it, it's, it's on your debit card, on your deposits, or it's, uh, it's, a, it's our money and we would, uh, we would give it to you as a loan or as a credit card. So you don't need to, to, to think about money anymore. Money is a commodity. But what you need to focus on is where to spend it to get the most of, of this purchase, to get the most emotions, to, to, to get the most benefits, some, some cashback or, or some bonuses, some, some miles if we're talking about airlines, to help you with these ideas. We are creating this new way of banking, what we call lifestyle banking. It's something that it's not about banking anymore, it's about, uh, it's about spending. And to deliver it, to target it to you, we do a lot of work to profile the customers in order to provide them with the most targeted offer. You mentioned the IPO, and I followed that closely. Um, however, you know, immediately afterwards, it didn't go very well, and so much share price fell heavily. Having said that, since then, the performance of the shares have been much better. And indeed, the analysts like BCS have... You know, high confidence investment for this year's stocks, Sparebank and Tinkoff, as the two uh, stocks in the in the stock market that are worth investing into. Where, where does the where does the price of the shares now? It's still below the IPO level. No, it's, no. It's, 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 it's a bit. It's a, it's a, it's it went a bit, back. I think it's in 19. November. It's, it's 18.9. It was 18.9 yesterday. So I don't know what what's what was the IPO price seventeen seventeen point two. So that's that's a real success. I mean, the um, the stock market over the last few years has been pretty moribund. Around thousand, the RTS hasn't really moved, and and this IPO from Tinkoff was you know at the time it was a lot of hoopla, and then everyone was very disappointed because the shares did really badly. But to what extent has the recovery now, is that a reflection of what's going on in the banking sector or is that a reflection of Russia's recovery generic? And where do you see it going from here? I think it's like three, three different matters. It's, uh, first of all, some of the analysts, some of the investment bankers started to understand Russian, Russian market and Russian players on, on stock market a bit, a bit better than, than it was. Drop uh, after, after an IPO was... Uh, was not fair, if you can say it, because it was because of some, let's say, mistakes delivered to to the to to, to the media by by our parliament uh, member. It was like first first decline of forty percent uh, of of IPO price. Then there was this uh, Ukraine situation, the sanction things. No one actually looked into into the bank details. No one looked on on the bank performance. Investment bankers was looking on on Tinkoff Bank, just as a, as some company from Russia. Some mm-hmm. company from Russia in in current situation could not be, could not perform good. And last question. I mean, going forward, uh, what comes next? I mean, is it just continue as you are, build up the product range, build up the customer base? Um, any any particular plans? It's still about this ecosystem because we are. I, I guess we are not in the middle, even even not in the middle. We still have a lot of uh, things to do in terms of this ecosystem. When when we initially decided to go into this ecosystem thing. 
it was mostly about financial products. But now we see that uh, we should not focus on financial products, but move into this positive spending, as I told you. So we need to, 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 to go there and to, to provide as much as possible services on, on this purchase side, on the merchant side. So um, I think that during next and maybe one after next years we, we need to focus on that to create this ecosystem to, to deliver the idea that money is not an issue that money is a commodity but the, the, the spending is something that you need, that customers need to think of and uh, on, on the technology side there are plenty plenty things to do in terms of machine learning in terms of, in, in terms of artificial intelligence because to, to deliver targeted services to, to our customers we need to uh, we, we need to use these technologies heavily and uh, we are just in the beginning all these chatbots all these conversational interfaces everything uh, uh, everything in, in terms of customer experience customer journey is uh, is on the edge right now we need to work on this fascinating thank you for taking the time very interesting wish you all the best thank, thank you. you thank you much